Hello everyone, this is uh, Car Thoughts with David. Uh, this is episode 8, and uh, you know, I apologize if you hear the rain in the background. Uh, it is currently raining, as you've probably guessed, and you know, I kind of gave you the clue about that when I said you know, if you can hear the sound of rain. So, <laughs> welcome everyone. Uh, thank you again for uh, those of you who have listened to my episodes. You'll never know how grateful I am uh, that anyone is listening to this and actually can possibly find some value, uh, so thank you. Um, but uh, what I what I had on my mind today is, um, you know, the the question that I have is: Are you a numbers person or a people person? And uh, you know. I know people that are they're so proud, you know, I've got 1,000 friends on Facebook, I've got 10,000 friends on Facebook, I've got, you know, 30,000 uh, connections on LinkedIn, I've got, you know, whatever, you know, I've got, you know, 1 million Instagram followers, you know, and all of those things are good, those numbers are important, because that means people believe in what you're doing, but what I mean by are you a numbers person or are you a people person is some people, all they care about is the actual numbers. They're like, you know, they're so proud of the number, but how many of those people do you actually know? How many of those people do you actually connect with? You know? And, uh, and that's what, you know, what I kind of had on my mind. Um, you know, I was on this call and uh, they are talking about growth hacking and, I, and on Instagram, my Instagram uh, subscriptions are really just taking off, or, I mean, followers are just really taking off, um, just in the last two days, um, you know, I think I've gotten somewhere in the neighborhood of three or four hundred people following me on, on, uh, Instagram, and honestly, I have no idea what I did, but I get messages every day on Instagram and calls from people that are like, hey, you know, we can get you X number of followers, you know, on Instagram, we'll just take over and manage your account, get all these followers, and then, you know, you'll be all set, and you'll be, you know, you'll be on the way to success with Instagram, and, you know, that's cool, <clears throat> I mean, that works for some people, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm following back everybody who follows me on Instagram, I don't know if that's something you're supposed to do or not supposed to do either, you know, I really don't care, I enjoy seeing their pictures, their photos, the things that they share, um, and of course, some people, if they're sharing stuff that's like not something that I would consider savory or, you know, like just downright gross or, you know, not safe for work as, as the terminology would be, you know, I'll unfollow that person. I'm not one of those people that are just like, oh, look, I've followed you because you followed me. I don't really care, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of people you may be listening and think, well, Oh, you've only had about 400 people add you on Instagram in the last two days? I mean, I do that every couple minutes. That's not what I'm in it for. I'm in it for it to reach people, to help people, to, to share my story, um, share the things that I see that I find interesting, and, and share a perspective. You know, I don't care if I have two followers on Instagram. I don't care if I have 20,000. I don't care if I have 2 million. The goal is is that people find what I'm doing valuable and entertaining, and you know if that's the case, then I welcome everybody who who's willing to, to follow me. And you know, 
So that's that's my thing. I'm more about the people, and, and because that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to help people. I want to I want to bring people up and help people and and <clears throat> teach them and share experience with them. I mean, you know, am I a CEO of a company? Am I someone important? No, but I've got life experience. I've got a lot of life experience. I've worked several different jobs. I've worked in retail. I've worked in, you know, manufacturing. I've worked in, you know, quality assurance jobs. I've worked in warehouses. I've worked, you know, I've done all kinds of things. I mean, I've literally, I mean, I've inspected many blinds that were for an order for Bon Jovi's house. <laughs> you know, um, I've played guitar with Sammy Johns, who was a one-hit wonder back in the 70s who, you know, who actually just happened to come into the music store I was working at, and I happened to be playing Chevy Van when he walked in, and he helped me learn to play, because I was actually playing one of the chords wrong, and he showed me what I was doing incorrectly, and then jammed with me. I mean, I've hung out with Victor Wooten. I've danced on stage with with Chubby Checkers, um, (laughs) you know, doing the twist. I mean, you know... You know, it, it's it's about connections with me. You know, I I never was like, oh my God, you're Sammy Johns. I just treated him like a person, and and really that kind of goes back to a lesson I learned from a musician that I really looked up to as a kid. Uh, his name was uh, Larry Norman, and uh, he was kind of known as the the father of modern uh, Christian, I guess you could say, rock and roll or or you know more modern Christian music. And, uh, you know, I got to, to be a uh, security stage uh, manager at one of his concerts. And he just sat down and told us this story about how he was, you know, when he was getting signed at uh, Capitol Records, you know, and he was filling all of the paperwork and he decided, you know, he's like, I got to go out and have a cigarette. You know, I'm just not... You know, I just need to take a break. You know, it's been a lot of work today, so I'm going to go out. <clears throat> and he said, he was out there standing, just smoking a cigarette in my bit his own business. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, he happened to see Paul McCartney um, sitting there smoking as well. And he walked over to him and just struck up a conversation with him. He said, you know, everything in the conversation was going so well, and we were just really hitting it off, and Paul was a really cool person. And I was a huge fan of what the Beatles were doing, and, you know, so it was about time, you know, I was done smoking, ready to go back in, and I just kind of looked at him, I said, hey, Paul, would you mind, I'm a huge fan, can I get an autograph? And he said, you know, Paul's whole demeanor changed after that, you know, he just kind of, like, you know, sighed, and it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I mean, after being so cool and energetic and enjoying the conversation he was having, you know, he just, his whole, his whole demeanor changed, and he realized after that that he had made a huge mistake, and he's like, you know, I don't give autographs because of that, because he's like, you know, at the end of the day, we're just people too, we just want to be treated with, with respect like other people, you know, and so... I've always kind of took that as a life lesson as, you know, I I used to go out and try and get autographs from people and I just really, I don't anymore. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, walk up and strike up a conversation with them, just talk to them, just, and they're like, Hey, you know, I've met a couple bands, (coughs) 
excuse me, I'm so sorry. Met a couple bands, and they're like, hey, do you want an autograph? I'm like, no, man, I just want to talk and say I really enjoy your music. Appreciate what you're doing, man. And just keep up the good work. And, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, man, thanks, you know. And, and then I just walk on, you know. And uh, I didn't want anything from them. I just wanted to thank them. That's all I wanted to do. And I've gotten to meet so many people that way, just just from just being grateful and being thankful and, and not trying to use or, or get something out of them. It's just, you know, being a, a you know, a generally a kind person. And I'm not trying to make myself sound like I'm somebody great. I'm really, you know, I'm really not. I'm just a person that understands that people are people, no matter who they are, no matter how much money they make, no matter what they do, they're still people. And they want to be treated like, with respect, you know, like anyone else does. So, you know, that's that's always been my goal after hearing that story and growing up, you know, I've always been a storyteller. And so, you know, I just kind of evolved that into what I'm doing now, which is just trying to help people, you know, just reaching out to people, talking to people, encouraging people, you know, trying to be someone who says, you know what, you can do this. If this is what you're passionate about, I support you. You know, I'm going to be that person who says, yes, you can do that. And if I can help in any way, if I can give you advice, if I can give you any knowledge or assistance that I have or any input or whatever, I'm more than willing to, to do that for you. And so, you know, I may not have a huge following on all of these networks, but my network's actually growing, and I really think the reason is is because of that personal connection I try and make with everybody. I try and be as personable and conversational with everybody as I can. I always, I can't always be writing like, you know, letters to everybody because it's, you know, kind of overwhelming at times. But I try and, you know, when I can, as I can, when I have free time from my nine to five job, get out there and you know, just be that supportive person, be that, that voice that says, you know what, I knew you could do it. You're doing great. Keep it up. Just keep going out there day after day and then just watch as it just builds. Just just let it build. Let it, let it keep going. You know, you're not going to get a million followers in a day. You're not going to go viral in one day unless you're doing something really outrageous or crazy on YouTube like eating a Tide Pod. But, <laughs> you know, beyond that... Beyond doing something insanely stupid, uh, if you just keep it insanely simple and keep moving forward, you know, you can get there. You don't have to be a person who sells your Instagram or your Facebook account or your Twitter account so that you can get followers. If you just go out there and you post every day and just be honest with people, be yourself. I mean, I posted a video and talked about that I was writing a science fiction novel and you know I was staying in front of one of my Star Wars posters and I was like yeah by the way you know if this doesn't spell out nerd for you you know the poster behind me will um you know and 
you know, I had a huge response to that because, you know, people resonated with the fact that I was a Star Wars fan and they were too, and that was just something that we connected on. And, you know, it was just a really great experience. And, you know, that's what it's about, is just being honest, being real. I mean, you know, I always joked, like, you know, when I'd meet people, I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm kind of a nerd, kind of a geek. I, you know, <clears throat> have all these science fiction references that I might make, and you probably won't understand them. And somebody finally told me, they're like, David, don't shy away from that. Embrace it. Embrace being a geek. Embrace being a nerd. You know, that'll resonate with people, because there are tons of people that are... And they want to see somebody who is like them. You know, they'll, that'll resonate. Because I've always been shy about it. I've always been, you know, like, kind of hide that. Because, you know, not to look immature, you know. I'm 37 years old. <clears throat> Though, of course, you know, now, you know, it's not really that much of a stigma. Because, I mean, so many adults are taking their kids to see Star Wars and stuff like that nowadays. Because they grew up with it they want their kids to experience it, that type of thing. But before that, you know, I mean, we kind of were looked at as these guys who lived in our parents' basement and played Dungeons & Dragons all day, which I've never played Dungeons & Dragons before. I wouldn't even know how. But, uh, and I, my parents never had a basement. So, you know, I'm 0 for 2 on that. But, you know, so that's that's kind of what I'm saying is, is it just needs to be... If you're going to go out there on social media and try and, you know, do something, go out and do it, first of all. That's my first piece of advice. Just go out and do it. My second piece of advice is be authentic. Be real. Be you. Don't play the numbers game. Don't try and go out there and, oh, well, you know, if you do this and you follow this pattern for three months, you can have eight million people watch your YouTube video. Don't, don't worry about that. If you worry about that, you're going to drive yourself crazy. I mean, or you're going to pay an insane amount of money to get somebody to take care of it for you. And then once you have those 8 million people, and people see what you're really out there doing, they're like, really? I thought he was cooler than that. You know? But it's kind of a, you know, kind of a thing, you know? Everybody wants to get numbers. Everyone wants to get famous. And, and you can. You really can. Um, but... You know, at the end of the day, people really just want to connect with who you are. You know, I mean, I watched this great video where it was like they separate all these people, you know, based on if they're in business or medicine or if they're, you know, teenagers or adults or, you know, um, young, old. They separate all these people out into different types of groups. <clears throat> and they start asking, you know, raise your hand if you're you know, if you're left-handed, or raise your hand if you're, you know, like this kind of food, or this kind of music, or raise your hand if you like reading books, or whatever, and all these different groups of people would literally break out of their groups and go stand in another group together, and it was very rarely ever a case where there was a large majority of anybody in any particular type of demographic that they had been split up in. It was all different people. <clears throat> and that's the important part is you've got to, you know, realize that, you know, there, there could be anybody out there who's interested in what you're doing. 
one thing I actually wrote in a post on my Instagram today. It was a Bruce Lee quote that I picture that I put up. But then I wrote a little story below it. And one of the things I wrote was, you know, even if you think that 99% of everyone on earth doesn't like you, doesn't agree with you, isn't going to be into what you're into, doesn't believe the same way you do, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, no matter what, if you think that 99% of the people won't like who you are because you are whatever, that still leaves over 750 million people that are going to like you. That is a huge number. That's a huge number. That's massive. And, you know, that's, that's, you talk about, you know, having a million followers on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That could easily happen. If, if even if 99% of the people on earth don't care for what you have to say, and just 1% do, you've got all of these people who do care what you have to say. And so you could easily hit a million people. And that's amazing. You know? And, and I think that you'll find that a lot more than just 1% of people agree with you or can relate to the story you're telling. You know, one thing that I tell people uh, that, that I've talked to is, do, uh, is all I'm doing is telling stories. <clears throat> I'm just sharing what's in my heart, what's in my mind. That translates, goes to my fingertips, and I type it into the keyboard. That's all I'm doing. I'm just sharing what I believe. And as a result, you know, I've had you know, people who really have, it's resonated with them and they've reached out to me and they've, they've sent me a request and said, thank you for writing that. I really appreciate it. I needed to see that today. I need to be reminded of that today. And that's, what's important. If I don't help but one person on this earth and see, this is, this is the other thing that, that really, you know, shocks people when I tell them this. If I don't help more than one person on this earth, if I can save one person, help one person, you know, change one person's life, it's worth it. Everything that I've done, it, all the hours I put in to writing to people, to sharing with people, to telling stories, to, to connecting with people online. If only one person comes to me and says, you know what, David, because of what you wrote... You know that that really changed my life. You 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 started this this huge earth-shattering change in my life that turned me from a state of just depression and anxiety and hurt and just not really caring about anything to you know what I was able to say. You know what David says he believes in me. You know he wrote this. And he said that even if 99% of the people on earth don't like me, and 1% do, this is how many people would still like me. And you know what? I believed him. And I went out there and I put myself out there. And people actually liked me. And, you know, did the pain go away right away? No. But the more I put myself out there and the more I exercised my demons by putting word to paper, 
I know it's digital paper, but just follow me on this. But putting word to paper, I was able to just break off those chains that bound me. And it kept me in that state by organizing the pain and the thought that I had in my soul. And then people were supportive. People reached out to me. People shared their stories with me. And in that, we created a group and a family that supported one another. If only that happens for one person, I feel that my life is complete. That's it. That's all I need. I'm pretty easy to please, people. I really am. And that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm trying to accomplish with all the work that I'm doing is just going out there and, and being a people person. And it's really easy. You know what my formula is? I don't have one. I post stuff out there. When people comment on the posts, I respond. I thank them. First of all and foremost, every time I thank them. Thank you for your post. Thank you for your comment. I really appreciate it. You know, wording it in that way. And then, you know, I say, yeah, you know what? That's really cool. I appreciate that. You know, that's awesome. I love your where you're going there. Uh, there was one girl that put a quote that uh, on my message that I shared, and she said, "You know, David, this quote when I was reading this, this quote came to mind. This was a quote that I've always remembered. It's always resonated with me. I've always remembered it." And I responded back and I said, "Thank you. I really love that quote. I said that that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect for what I wrote. As a matter of fact." You know, I wish in retrospect that it was already in what I wrote because it was such a great and fitting piece to what I wrote. And, you know, that's how you build engagement with people. Be grateful. Gratitude will get you everywhere in this world. And I'm not talking about just thanking somebody just for the sake of saying, thank you for liking this. You know, I really appreciate it. You know, and that'd be the end of it. Be thankful. Tell them that you're thankful. And then follow it up by telling them why you're thankful for what they did. You know, I'm not saying make it a formula. I'm just saying, you know, prove to them, show to them that you're grateful by saying, hey, you know, this is really awesome. This fits in exactly with what I wrote. Thank you for sharing this. Because it was actually a quote I didn't know. So I was actually stoked to hear it because it was just so cool. And I wish I had it in front of me, but unfortunately I'm driving, hence the car thoughts. But, you know, that was that was what happened. And that's what I try and do with every single person that comments on anything I write. I respond back and I tell them thank you. I, you know, give them something personal. I tell them why I'm thankful for what they wrote. And, um, you know, that may not always be possible as my following grows. I don't know. I'm going to try my best to do it. But at the same time, I realize that, you know, at some point I'm going to have to sleep. (laughs) And if I've got a thousand people messaging me on these, I might have to hire somebody to, to, to help me work through them. You know, keep me on task. I don't know. I mean, that's just... I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope I have. I hope to become financially independent enough where I don't have to work and I can just make this my full-time job. But, you know, 
we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm still in the beginning, early phases, you know. But, but yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on it. You know, it's, it's, I believe in, in being organic, being honest, and just being grateful and, and just reaching out to people and touching people's lives. And then when they respond back and share with, with me, you know, I respond back in kind and, and, and tell them, you know, and share with them, you know, and kind of make it an exchange of gratitude and knowledge. And, you know, so as you can probably tell, I'm not a pro-numbers mining, people mining system. Um, you know, I definitely believe in, in just making real valid connections. I mean, in my Facebook account, if I've got 20 friends on there, I'd be shocked. Maybe 30. I don't know. It's definitely less than 100. And they're all people that I actually legitimately know and have had conversation with. You know, it's not, these aren't, I don't have anybody on my friends list that I have not, that I, that I do not know. Um, I mean, I've got a couple of people that my wife knows, but I mean, I've talked to them, I've spoke to them, they're cool people, you know, and I, I like what they post. <clears throat> but at the same time, I've still had conversation with them. You know, they're just not direct friends, they're just friends of my wife that, you know, we go out and hang out every once in a while with. So, you know, and that's, you know, and that's, that's my message in a nutshell. It's just basically, you know, be organic, be honest. You know, if you've had a crappy day, tell people you've had a crappy day. You know, explain to them. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go to work. Because I think I got a little bit of food poisoning at a restaurant. I'm not going to name the restaurant because I don't want anybody to freak out. Because honestly, I don't think that it was an intentional thing. I think it was possibly a cross-contamination thing because it seemed <clears throat> to pass pretty quickly even though I was out of commission for about eight hours. Um, you know, I think it might have been something I had an allergic reaction to. So, but anyway, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it to work. And, you know, I was in a lot of pain I was really, really hurting. I was on the verge of going to the doctor, but I didn't. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of unsure there. And, you know, I, I, you know, fought through it. I, I walked. I laid in bed. I... I was sweating like crazy. I was tired, but I couldn't go to sleep because I was in so much pain. And I woke up, and I was rested. I was still in pain just from the residual of all the discomfort from the night before. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, going to work, going to work a whole day, and, and that's just it, you know. I mean, it sucked. But, you know... At the same time, you know, I'm pretty blessed. I mean, I've got a, I've got a good job. I've got a, you know, a wife. I've got a house that I'm staying in. I've got a couple cats. You know, I've got a good, reliable car, and you know, I work for it. You know, I don't none of this stuff. I expect to be handed on a silver platter. <clears throat> Everything I've gotten in life, I've earned. 
and uh, you know, I, that's one thing my parents you know instilled in me was a good work ethic. You know, to show up and do your job even if no one else around you is still doing their job. And you know, you can say, well, you know, David, oh, you're sharing this. You know, you could have made this up. Well, yeah, true, but it's kind of why I'm having the throat issues and the voice issues right now. Is because, you know, all of the uh, discomfort and, you know, vomiting and everything I did last night, (laughs) you know, kind of led to my voice being kind of where it is today. And, you know, it's, that's the thing, you know, if something's going on, just share it. You know, other people can relate. I'm not the only person on earth that's had an allergic reaction to food. (coughs) I'm not the only person on earth that's had... Uh, food poisoning. You know, I'm not the only person on earth that's had, you know, any problems, you know, or gotten sick. And that's what people want to see, is they want to see something that's honest, something that's true. And that's absolutely true. I mean, I was at a restaurant last night with my wife. I ate the first thing and instantly started feeling weird. Couldn't tell what it was. I thought it was just because I hadn't eaten. Because I'd eaten breakfast and I skipped lunch and ate dinner and I just thought it was because I hadn't eaten. I was starting to feel kind of weird, kind of queasy. By the time we left the restaurant, I was full-on miserable. And, uh, you know, that was it. You know, we ended up going to uh, Target and had to do some shopping. And I was miserable at Target, too. And then got home, and I did. I just changed clothes, and I just, you know, started pacing because I couldn't really sit down. I was just so, blah, you know. And... You know, so you know, I, I could have shared that at the beginning, I guess, but I kind of wanted to make a point of, you know, be honest, be open, just share. You know, people can relate. You know, I'm sure there might be somebody who listens to this who's like, yeah, man, I went out to eat, and I, oh, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. I was sick to my stomach, just you know, praying to the porcelain god and all this, and you know that was that was the way it was so you know just just be real be honest and those people will come you know I thought I was gonna be slick when I was I tried to do some YouTube videos a couple years back doing reviews and man people tore me apart you know they were like stop calling it this this is not what you call it and I'm like dude I'm trying to make it accessible for people who don't know a lot about this, so I'm using other words to describe what I'm talking about. And I just got so tired of all the trolls out there that were just like, you know, you're not real, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that. I just stopped, I deleted all the videos and called it quits. <clears throat> but at the same time, I didn't have to read what they wrote, I didn't have to put up with that, I didn't have to, you know, take down my videos. I could have still done it. You know, granted, obviously, it's not really the direction I want to go in anymore, and that's probably why, in the end of the day, what I'm thinking about is that's probably what happened, is is I wasn't supposed to be doing that, so I had people come against me and attack me, and at that point in my life, I was vulnerable enough to be frightened if somebody put a negative post up and said, oh, well, you're, you're doing this wrong, you're saying the wrong words, you know, that's not what you, that's not this, and that's not that. You know, and so, you know, it was just obviously not meant to be. That's the way I look at it. 
So, yeah, I hope this uh, has been helpful. I hope, again, you know, if you liked it, you know, send me, you know, review it and give me some, you know, thumbs up, five stars, whatever. If you didn't like it, that's okay, cool. Uh, at this point in time, I'm not going to be taking my my uh, podcast down if you don't. You know, I'm just going to read what you said. I'm going to work on it, and I'm going to keep going um, and, and try and do better for the next one. You know, because that's what life is. Life is about improvement. Life is about <clears throat> learning, and that's what I'm here to do. So uh, if you like what I'm doing, you know, please, please subscribe. You know, I, I'd appreciate it. I'm going to put one of these out just about every day and uh, you know this is this is my second one for today I did one this morning a short eight minute podcast I'm going to put this one out today too because I kind of feel bad because I left one out on Sunday so I'm trying to fill that gap <coughs> excuse me sorry and uh, you know I, I have a really long drive from work so you know, with, with rush hour traffic being bad and with it raining, that just compounds it. So I had some time to kill and had this on my on my heart to tell, and so I told it. So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your Monday, and I will catch you again uh, tomorrow. Car Thoughts with David out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned lesson shared you can pick it up on amazon on kindle for 99 cents less than a dollar what that's crazy right less than a dollar you can pick it up on kindle if you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels and trust me i'm looking at this book right now it's really well printed i love kindle publishing you can pick it up for five dollars and fifty cents so you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.